0: This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. Hello, listeners. Thank you for returning to I Will Watch Anything Once. This is the second to last episode of the podcast. After this episode and next week's episode... We are ending. Um, That will be the last and final of I Will Watch Anything Once um, right here on the Boardwalk Audio Network. I'm so happy that you all kept with us and continue to listen to the podcast. And you can continue to um, help out all the great podcasts by continue to listen to all the great shows, but also on the boardwalk audio website, just click on that big button that says support our artists. That will direct you to amazon.com and you can make your normal purchases. If you're like me, you're on there making purchases for movies or holiday gifts by clicking on that button. We get a small kickback, but it costs you nothing. So please help out all the great shows right here on the Boardwalk Audio Network by clicking that big button that says support our artists. Now, before I kick into this um, second episode to last, I just want to do just... Say thanks to all of you um, for making this podcast successful, um, to all my great listeners, and just to share something. I've loved movies um, since I was a little kid, but I think it was a moment with my own father that really solidified my love for movies, and it was a simple thing. I remember probably like a Saturday, might have been a Sunday, I can't remember, but as a child. Um, probably when I was hitting around somewhere in the 13, 14, probably 14, um, my dad, one day he was, me and him were just going to go see a movie by ourselves and he just, gave me the newspaper, which back in the day before there was internet, I remember always looking at the, we'd, he'd always get the newspaper and we'd look at the, the times, uh, for movies before we went out. And that would determine when we we're going to go see a movie. If we had time, we'd just get, you know, dinner and everything. I just remember that sort of being a, an old ritual, uh, before going to the movies, checking the newspaper. But I remember this one time, cause at this point, I'd always just gone to the movies that my parents would take me to, even a kid's movie. It was like, um, they pretty much choose it. I think beyond that, it was like maybe Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the first movie that I remember having anticipation for. Um, but before that came, that came out, and it was kind of like a birthday movie, this was this day with my dad. I remember him just saying, you get to pick the movie. Um And that was, I don't know, that solidified that um, something for me. I, I can't even define it really or put a label on it of really what it was. I just remember that being a moment um, in my life of just sort of like locking in place for me that I was going to continue to love and watch movies for the rest of my life and want to talk about them all the time. Um, that day, I, I don't know if it's a great movie that I chose. I haven't seen it since, but it was Medicine Man starring Sean Connery, if anybody out there has seen that movie. I might have shared this already on the podcast, but I am going to share it now because we're coming to the end. But um, I remember them just figuring out that it was the ants, I think, because the ants were in the sugar, or maybe it was the sugar that, that helped them solve the mystery of like disease, the disease they were trying to find a cure for or something. I need to revisit the movie um, very badly. But more importantly, it wasn't really the movie I saw. It was that my dad allowed me to make the choice of what to see. And that's made it... I don't know. Uh, I've continued to keep wanting to watch and choose movies. I want to see. And then that's brought it into willing to see anything, anything once, just like this podcast. Um, I'm sad to see it go, but I kind of just want to go create some stuff in the hopes of maybe being part of things that people will want to watch and then critique and yell at me for doing it wrong or right, whatever. Um, but thank you again, uh, for listening and returning to the podcast. Well, we got a great episode for you before the sands Two great episodes, but this episode Let's get to it for this week It's a, a father and son movie uh, With a wonderful guest So let's get to that with our great guest Really funny guy, so happy to have him on John Paul Green Alright Alright <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is your hosts, Mark David Christensen and Connie Shin, um, and we have a wonderful guest with us tonight, um, and for this episode, it is John Paul Green! Hey!
1: <laughs> That's me!
0: <laughs> How are you,
1: John? Good, I like, uh, I'm glad, am I the first uh, three-name member to join Mark I mean, David I Christen. have three names. That's what I'm saying. Uh, John Paul Green, Mark David Christian. I'm going to have to go back and check, check. the records. I'm going to
0: think you are. I think he is. Wow. Yeah. Glad to be here. Glad to bring all three of my names. Yeah. Well, we're ending this podcast. Great. You're the episode second to last. The penultimate. Yeah. You're the the penultimate, and maybe me and you should start one that's just about three named people. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. We can get uh, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman, RIP. <laughs> Hell yeah, we'll bring him back from the dead.
2: Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Thompson. John- I have another
0: pitch immediately for a different podcast. Do you guys want to start this with me? Yeah. We do a podcast where we record us doing seances only to try to speak with dead celebrities and famous people.
2: Isn't that what regular seances do?
0: Well, I think, it, like, well, I feel like a lot of times they do it like loved ones. I don't oh. want to talk like, or it's like, uh,
1: or, you know, <laughs> that uh, Noel Coward play. What is that? Sorted Lives, where they have a seance or something? I know you have a lot of Noel Coward fans listen to pick up on this podcast. <laughs> I know Noel is a playwright. Yeah. Don't get the references. He, he wrote his most famous plays about a seance. They have... What's it called? I thought it was called... I don't remember. I thought was it was Sorted Lives. <laughs>
0: okay. You're probably right. But
1: Angela Lansbury, like, plays the... or She did play the role a bunch of the old woman that runs oh, the seance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Before she became controversial with her. And she died. Comments.
0: She's still alive?
1: What did she... Angela? Wait, wait. What did Lansbury? Angela Lansbury become controversial about? She
0: just recently... Hold on. There's
2: um, there's a little too much fire to that um, smoke. Uh, I mean... Of what I'm saying? Oh, no. With the Angela Lansbury yeah, thing.
0: Yeah. 100% agree. Go for it, Connie. Explain oh, it because, to John. Um,
2: okay. So th- she was recently quoted as saying that um, women... Uh, what what she was saying was taken out of context, and basically she was saying that women. Um they have to dress more conservatively and oh, no, take, take responsibility for men harassing them but then when you finish reading what she says she's like it's a shame that women have to be afraid of men all the time mm. so what she's
0: saying is that because they're taking it out of the context because mm-hmm. what Blanchard is saying is like in the world that we're living in right now
2: mm-hmm. we
0: have to be more, it's, women are having to force to be more self aware of what they, yeah. uh, how they appear yeah. and it's not necessarily she's not trying to say you're asking for it she's saying that fuck men they make it so we have to be self conscious we have to be overly aware of what we want what we're gonna put put, how we're gonna put ourselves out there Mm -hmm. and then they twisted it and made it into this old woman's telling women that like shame on you like when she wasn't actually uh, shaming them Yes, shaming the victims
1: my girl Jessica Fletcher I knew she would she was coming in hot with
2: you have to stay till the twist
0: ending. Right. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> the end. <laughs> and that's good to hear because she's in one of my favorite a friend older of the show. movies. Friend of the show, Angela if, Lansbury. If you haven't seen Gaslight, where the term comes from movie, watch it, Angela Lansbury. Oh, she's in
2: the actual movie? Yes. Oh. And it's a
0: great fucking movie. It still holds up. But we're not here to talk about that. Nope. No. We're here to talk about a movie that John Paul Green introduced with to us tonight. Mm-hmm. A movie starring Bob Saget. Mm-hmm. The Bob Saget. Father and Scout. <laughs> Did I say the name right? Father yes. Scout. I keep thinking when I would accidentally say just Father and Son, and I'm like, that's not the movie. Nope. Um, great. So before we get into... a. Uh, Our initial reactions and thoughts about this movie, for the listeners out there that uh, might have never seen this movie, or they need a refresher because it's probably from their past, Right? they haven't watched it as freshly tonight as we have, can you give the listeners, um, John, a quick um, synopsis of what we watched? Yeah, Father and Scout uh, is about a
1: father and a would-be Boy Scout, I guess, who decide uh, the, the, the son, the scout... Wants to take his father on a weekend camping trip to Catalina Island. The father is self-described as neurotic and doesn't want to be an outdoor uh, type of father. And they just get into a bunch of hilarious hijinks uh, while trying to compete in the decathlon. Or they call it something else in that.
2: There's a joke, running joke, that the, the, it's hard to pronounce. The pentathlon. Pentathlon.
1: Pentathlon. Pentathlon. Uh, and it's not and, that uh, hard. Here. They, uh, I think they become they they come they become closer by the end of the, the the weekend and they grow from it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great synopsis. We'll see how the movie holds. If up. If you check out that.
1: Wikipedia, there's a in the synopsis they include uh, that Spencer Bob Saget's character sits on a piece of pizza slice of pizza and their love is ultimately tested by that I don't know why that's in the synopsis it's in on the very beginning
2: and has no bearing on nope. anything nothing but
0: especially him and his son's relationship right. <laughs> nothing to do their love he, is not tested by this
2: e- <laughs> his son doesn't even witness it his nope. son doesn't even know what not happened not even there it's also disgusting the way mm-hmm. the pizza oh. sticks to his ass. Yes. Because he doesn't just sit in pizza. It, it the, the pizza goes into the place where the poop would come out of. Right. So when yes. the pizza gets pulled out, it looks like he's pooping pizza. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And a random mom comes by. Like, and wipes you wipes his on ass. Son? Oh, shit. You got to be prepared. And so she brings out a bunch of stuff and starts aggressively wiping this man who yep. she does not know's ass. Like yeah. she wipes uh, him the, it
1: with water and wipes his ass. Yeah.
2: Like, and they, they show a couple of cuts to her wiping his ass. And I'm like,
1: well, Bob second like moans.
2: Yeah. And I'm like, neither party is like, uh, it's okay. I got it from here. No one says that. No, right, right. This right. is an insane scene. Also, um, I looked up the word pentathlon. Uh, it's a Olympic sport that comprises five different events, fencing, swimming, equestrian show, Jumping and a final combined event now referred to as the laser run.
0: The laser run,
2: yeah. None of these were in the
0: movie. No, so no skittle sucking, it's not <laughs> a, a, a completely <laughs> th- a thing that I, I'm pretty sure is impossible to suck <laughs> to a skittle with a straw and move uh, it across. One, a, one of the
2: events they did was basketball, right? Yeah, between two dads,
0: <laughs> right? A two on <laughs> The, right. ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate two-on-two basketball. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great! All right, before we go further on our, our, you can kind of get you get listeners. You already got kind of got an idea of how what we kind of felt. But before we get to that, full on, uh, John, why did you want us to see this movie? Okay, so
1: I grew up in Texas, right, and I would spend a lot of time in East Texas where my grandparents lived, and when I was about four or five. They got, a, they got a video store, a video rental store in town.
2: Well, that's fun. It
1: was a lot of fun. So I would go up there and I would say, you know, Grandma, can you take me to the store to, to rent some movies? So I would go up there and they were working on the kids section. They didn't have a lot, but they had three movies, Back to the Future, Ernest Scared Stupid, <laughs> and Father and Scout. Those were the three kid movies. And so I would rent them I, I all wow. the time. I must have rented them eight or nine times because then it became a tradition that when I went up there, those were the movies I would kind to of rent because after the, as the years went by, they added more to their uh, inventory. Uh-huh. Um, but those were the three. And also those were the three that my grandmother said were okay to watch or <laughs> to scared stupid wow. back to the future its father and scout. So, uh, but I've watched it probably. Yeah. This was probably like my ninth or 10th time viewing it since I was, because I would rent it. I would watch movies. I had a habit of watching movies until I broke the VHS. What's, <laughs>
2: that's Well, This what's interesting
1: about this choice of a movie is it's not really a movie because
2: you pointed out there's commercial, commercial breaks.
1: Commercial breaks built into it, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I think this was made for TV, and so right. it's funny because you saw it on VHS, yep. and you wouldn't think of a made-for-TV movie being on VHS. Well, actually, no. I'm, I'm, I'm immediately thinking of a million examples like the Olsen Twins movies.
0: Oh yeah, those were on TV, right? But I do yeah. feel like like most made for T movies like this. I think you're right, Connie, like that it's the norm is like we would see them yeah, for their first time on TV and then maybe yeah. we end up liking it enough that we own it. So it, but the fact that you watched a VHS with commercial writings. Yeah. yeah. I never saw
1: it on I've never seen it on TV. Uh didn't see it when I was a kid on TV anywhere. I only saw this movie, this made for TV movie on VHS when I've I was never even heard of this three movie. Or four. Um I, I I it came to me when I was thinking about what movies to watch and I was like, Oh yeah, that Bob Saget movie I used what, to watch what you, all what, the time. What do, you, what, do you, what do you like
0: about this movie? <laughs> uh
1: <laughs> watching it this is the first time I think I've seen it since I was maybe 10 9 Great, or ten. So let's
0: split I want I wanna answer Connie's question but i want to split it two ways got it. but first off when you say you broke the dhs yeah. did you mean like it got past the point where tracking wouldn't work my parents used to tell the story when i would bring
1: a, like a um, a girlfriend home or something they would they would try to embarrass me by saying that I broke The Little Mermaid because I would just watch it, finish it, rewind it, watch it again, finish it, Aww. rewind like over and over. I was obsessed with like Flounder, was my oh favorite character. God, that's oh, that's so cute. Funny. So I broke it eventually. I watched it too much, is what my is how my parents say. So um, yeah, I would I would break VHS. So I would watch this movie and then like an hour or so later I would put it on again when yeah. I would be at my grandparents' house. That's amazing. Because they didn't have, there was no internet, there was no cable TV. Mm-hmm. It was just those three movies. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I actually think it was, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it was Back to the Future 2. Because oh, I've seen it, part two a bunch more than the first one, and I think it's because that was the
0: only one they had. I
2: think I saw Back to the Future 2 before I saw the first one. I think
0: I did too. And yeah. I definitely think I watched it may, as a kid more than the others. Yeah. It was Because it, I remember the first one, but I think it was, what year did it come out? Ninety. Like the, 90, 91? That was the first, the second. Because they
1: filmed the second one and the third one at the same time. Yeah,
0: so when did the first one come out, though? I can is it that. late 80s? 88 is what my guess would be. Yeah, I'm going to guess 88 or 89. We're looking I it I don't up. think it was 89. I'm going to go 88. What do we got, Connie? Uh, sorry. It's definitely not 90s, because the other ones came out in the 90s. Right.
2: 1985. We 85? We
0: were I'm only... Like two years old when the first one come because I was born in 83. Sure. Three years old, maybe? I was born oh, in 89. So I'm not even old enough to enjoy. So that's why I think I, even though we had it at home, I remember watching the second one more. And I think it was because I was more up to that age of being receptive to yeah, it. it was, and open. That's four years later. Yeah. I just liked
1: all the futuristic aspects of the
0: second one more. Totally. It's more like, yeah, like I mean, I love, you back. Have you watched the original again? Oh yeah. I love the first one. It's insane how good it is yeah. still. Mm-hmm. I saw it a cool like anniversary screening. Right. And I was like blown away of, like, oh this, especially in a crowd, like an audience making us all laugh right. together. I was like, hold up. But, It's not about Back to the Future. No. I wish it was. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So, Connie asked you what you liked about this movie. I want you to split it into two. First, I want you to tell us, as a 10-year-old that would watch this all the time, you see if you can even separate yourself. Why do you... Why did ten-year-old John love this movie? I think
1: I loved it because I thought that Bob Saget's character was really funny. Like I thought all of his jabs and stuff were like really, really funny. Ten-year-old John, I love it. Ten-year-old John, like I remember laughing at jokes about like uh, you know now I now I tell you why they come to prepared yeah prepared to order a pizza. I remember like audibly like having a reaction to that. Uh, So I thought he was really funny. Uh, I remember the kid from Blank Check, um, and another movie I loved when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And I would constantly, anytime in school when there would be morning announcements, I would say announcements, 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 which is what they sing in the movie. What's right. weird
2: is that there's a there's a camp song for whenever the the. The head guy's making announcements And it's basically just Announcements Announcements To the tune of the Catch the Wabbit song Right But here's the thing It's never established
1: No
0: So when
2: they do it It's like the fuck is going on Right
0: Yeah he talks That main guy talks to like Even though there's new campers To this thing He treats (laughs) them like They should already know Yeah Yeah There's a couple of times Where he Or one time he When an old miner shows up He addresses them like As you all know You all remember So I'm like There's a bunch of people here That have never Never known Know anything
2: Uh, For our listeners, um, I would like to read one of the jokes that he's talking (laughs) about. Looks like the
0: only quote that Father Scout has on Uh, IMDB.com I love
1: this.
2: Spencer Paley, uh, Bob Saget's character. Here's a quote from him. Jeez, that guy got 14 extra headlights on top of that thing. Where's he going to Jupiter?
1: That's probably the best quote of the movie. I know why it made the IMDb page. (laughs) It's. so I think that's when he's sitting in his convertible in traffic on the 101. Oh yeah. And he Uh, sees the truck. uh, The villain character. Oh yeah, the the guy that played Hightower
0: from the Blues Academies.
2: He. uh, Oh my God! This movie was so confusing. He, Bob Saget, like he's. He's cutting like he makes jokes about everything, but the thing is, his jokes are mean. Yeah, he's
1: a very mean guy. He's
2: like he's straight up like cause he's, he's rude. He's supposed to be like this wimpy nerdy guy that everyone comments on, being like, "You're an artist," or "You're an indoor I'm guy. A writer," "You're a hippie type," but like, yeah. But the, the thing is, he's a full-on bully.
0: Yeah, he's rude, <laughs> straight up bully. Yeah, straight up rude. All of that. I mean, the first scene is him watching his kid play soccer, soccer, yeah. and he's like they clearly established like one guy's really into it cheering the kids on and he's like calm down it's only a game don't hurt yourself yeah the coach is telling him him to get back on defense yeah and he's saying well just it's okay we're all having fun so they are setting up a thing that could work right Mm -hmm. like you're like okay Dad that's like nerdy dad or really Hand sanitizer dad, dad is going to get forced to go on a camping right. trip. Mm-hmm. Get dirty. But man, does Bob Saget's character go into rude and his like point of view is just pendulums all over yep. the place in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he's a
2: fucking dick to everyone. He comments rude. on everything. It's like, Ugh, this looks like Vietnam when he approaches the campsite. <laughs>
0: Wait, <laughs> he, call, he references uh, almost every every major American, American war, American war. Yeah. minus the civil, minus the civil.
1: He even <laughs> references. He even throws in a Spanish American war, yeah. Yeah, uh, Kuwait, uh, yeah, Kuwait, yeah, Desert Storm, <laughs> Vietnam. He says that his dad Korean single war, yep.
2: handedly won the Korean
1: War, yep. which makes no sense. His wife then comments that, and your dad was almost making fun of him. Oh, and your dad was drinking all the time. Poor Spencer. <laughs> yeah, poor you, that's awful. That's a terrible childhood. The wife has like the weirdest
2: uh, line deliveries. like she'll say something horrible, but then I think they're like this movie's lighthearted laugh
0: after you right. Saying. Yeah, right.
2: And so she like, you're just a terrible father. Your son's gonna end up like you. <laughs> she and came in like,
1: work two days. Probably two days on set. The wife, the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie, the end of the movie. Yeah. maybe even a day. Yeah, very, well, they could have like, probably
0: shot all of probably the house day. stuff in a day, right? right.
1: And then the soccer field. And she just comes in and is like, "Wow, oh Spencer, you're so you're such a bad dad."
2: Yeah, she's like, "We don't want our son to end up like you, <laughs> right?" And Ugh. it's just like, "Bitch." cool your jets right cool also because I, I can i please comment on this i'm looking at a poster for the movie father it's and a scout, bad poster and here's the thing there's bob saget and the kid and in the background is a bear wearing a scout cap
1: there's no bear in the movie not one bear They yeah. even literally say there's no there's bears, no bears on, on this island yeah it is called grizzly canyon or grizzly valley no it's
0: called buffalo canyon oh that's right that's right on catalina like island yeah Because there's actually no bear references whatsoever. There's actually bison on the island. I looked it up while we were watching. This is very telling. And it also
1: looks like there's (laughs) multiple posters. Oh, boy. Uh, oh yeah just well I don't know At least like re- the font Is different on them or at least like the, the f- sizing This is
2: this is not even nitpicky The font for the opening credits Of this movie were fucking terrible right, oh, They were two uh, different wood, fonts right. within the some lines And like I, I do Graphics design so it, it jumped Out to me but I'm sure even if I didn't I'd be like huh that's a bad font that's really Because I think A lot of times like People for the most part Take for granted like All the graphic design Sound stuff All that technical stuff 100% in they take it for so granted So when it's really bad It jumps out at you And it's jarring And in this movie It jumps the fuck
1: out What does the tagline On the poster On Bob Saget's shirt say
2: Let me see I
0: love this dissection Of the poster Yeah uh,
1: I can't that is see a, Can we zoom in What does that say He's hysterical, immature, and chicken, but hey, he's dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Terrible. Even for a tag on a...
1: Oh. That's the tagline. And he got a... Well, he did get a name above the title, but the uh, the IMDb description of the movie is father and son go camping. That's it? Yeah, I think Great. so. What I love, too, is that
0: <laughs> that shitty font opens up the, uh, <laughs> of the, the movie, mm-hmm. and it's just Bob Saget's name, and then it weirdly, like... Probably like a shitty edit, like like sort of twirls out of frame towards, and then it comes back, and it's the title of the movie, and then it's we're just right in.
2: We rent uh, we rented this movie on YouTube for two ninety nine. Thank you. And I pressed play. And it, om- it's, it starts right into the movie. Like, I thought that I accidentally skipped something. That's how jarring it yeah, is. Yeah,
1: literally, you push play, and then it, the Bob Saget's name popped up.
2: I know. Scrolled I was up. Because like, I was getting ready to, like, oh, credits are going to roll. Uh, there'll be some establishing shots. No. Bob Saget. Enter scene. And I'm right. like, fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was all. Oh, it just threw you into this terrible fucking. Right. Sorry, Paul. John, I keep like going back to between your first mill name. Sorry. John, this terrible movie from your childhood.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I mean it's like right, it's bad. Like it the other movie I had mentioned was Ernest Scared Soup, but I watched it this past Halloween again. I actually bought it on Blu-ray cuz it was on sale one day. And I was like, oh, another movie from my childhood, and it, it it didn't really hold up as well. But I had I felt like this would hold up a little bit more. I thought Father and
0: Scout. I you thought this was going to be the better. One? I thought you this thought would be better this than be Scared Bad. Stupid. I feel like <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid. I, mean, I loved
1: Varney, but like the but, I thought that. But Scared Stupid has a
0: high production value too.
1: It does. It, too. it Yeah, it, I've actually it, heard of
2: that one. It was a weird. It's,
1: <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid has a weird plot involving milk and trolls. But at least it's. It sticks to, you know, the characters that they establish. This movie jumps—I mean, Bob Saget's character, for one thing, he's driving a convertible, which after mentioning, like, you know—
2: Yeah, and it shows them on a uh, super trafficy freeway— in an with the top down, right. which is a horrible choice in LA. Yeah. And yeah, he
0: talks about being a germaphobe. But that's the thing. He's a germaphobe and all these things, and he's scared, but he owns a fucking convertible. Right. Yeah. That makes character wise, that makes visually no sense. Yeah,
1: there were some poor choices. Yeah, he's
0: like a beast. He's supposed to be a super Friday Cat, but then he convinces
2: the son to like basically steal a boat when they're not supposed to. Right. And go canoeing without a life vest. And randomly race this other boat that they see. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you breaking character all of a sudden? Like, this is bad writing. Yeah, it's very yeah, bad. It's very it was bad. very weird. And, like, as they're racing, Doc the, Saget's yelling at his son in a way that made me uncomfortable. Like, it wasn't, I, I think it was supposed to be comical, but it just felt like he was being a, a legitimate bad dad.
1: I would agree. And as a 10-year-old, I would have thought it I was, I did think it was hysterical. As a 28-year-old, I was blown away. And as a new dad of a of a one-year-old, oh, wow. I was like, wow, I would never be that rude to my son. I would try not to be okay, that rude so, so to my you're son. you're a parent. I
2: am a parent. Can you imagine? Okay, there's another parent in this movie who's like a, a war vet. Right.
1: He's
2: supposed to be like the redneck bully. Right. But what's funny is... Is Bob Saget such an asshole that you actually start to feel for the redneck bully? For a while, you
1: root for the redneck, yeah. yeah
2: but then there's an, a scene at the end where they're, they're on a treasure hunt in a mine, and Bob Saget and the kid find it, but then the redneck bully family comes and they full blown like jump Bob Saget. Yeah, they, get, they jump them. <laughs> and I'm just like, holy shit, you guys are on a father son camping trip, and this. What's your motivation? What are you going to say on the boat ride they, back to right. the mainland?
1: They assault Bob Saget Spencer and It's not for a million dollars. Right, it was for chocolate coins. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And I'm chocolate. just like Ugh. where is this hatred coming and from? And what did they get? They got a medal at the end for winning the treasure hunt so like mm-hmm. it's really for a thing of chocolate coins oh, no, and no, no and no no no! the metal
2: wasn't even for the chocolate hunt it was that was an full, extra bonus yeah, for being brave,
1: brave. No, I yeah, assumed the medal,
0: so it really was just for chocolate period yeah, yeah that wow. was fake treasure yeah. yeah and I really thought they were setting us up to find the real gold so to find like they were after fake and they were gonna find real treasure sure because when they when they introduced the silver mine they're like rumor is like the old prospector right. guys like these two guys used to hide treasure but they say it's hidden and it's like oh I thought you were setting up, like, a fun thing that would be a fun real discovery. It was like, oh, well, that guy was just lying to the kids for that dumb treasure hunt. hmm It was, like, I hate a movie that I'm actually at camp with them. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, fake camp. Right. I want there to be, like, extraordinary things happen.
2: <laughs> Everyone in this movie is a bad person. Yes. Like, yes. Um, all the parents are legitimately, like, rude. Like, I was embarrassed watching some scenes because... There will be, there's, like, the main guy running the camp, there's a part where he's giving a speech, and the dads are like, hey, you're boring. This sucks. Yeah, these are dads talking in front of- To
1: another grown adult.
2: Yeah, in front of, like, a bunch of 10-year-olds, and I'm like, what the fuck? How come- Let
1: Spencer talk.
2: At least he tells jokes. Right. And then the Spencer makes fun of his fucking outfit and make makes and him
1: publicly humiliates the scoutmaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes him dress even more stupid than he looks. Yeah. And
2: even his own son is like, you made him look like a jerk. right." The
1: 10 year old is the voice of reason in that. Yeah. When the 10 year old is telling his dad to stop
0: bullying other people. Right. What the fuck? Yeah. Something's off.
2: Oh, can we talk about the actor who plays the kid?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, so if anybody out there has seen Blank Check, yeah, blank check. I think that's this big. Th- his biggest role. His
2: breakout role was the little brother in Family Ties. That's right. And um, that's also his IMDb picture. There's also lots of pictures of him as a child in Klingon makeup.
0: Yeah, he was in Star Trek.
2: <laughs> yes. Like, right.
0: I wonder if he was like a big Klingon character. He was, or if it was just somebody's son. He was his son. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, okay. okay. Anyway, okay. Was he so
2: son? <laughs> Dave, I don't know if you can see, but this is the actor now with the neck tattoo. This is his mugshot. Right. Oh, well,
0: I can see from there.
2: And he has, I don't know if you can tell, he has the the uh, the serpent piercing. The one where there's one on each side Oh, the lip. yeah. Right uh, there. So it looks like uh, snake uh, teeth.
0: What? I gotta come closer to that. These are three for the different yeah. mug
2: shots from three different arrests.
0: Ew. He's pretty banged yeah. up. I hate the way that's pier- that Pierce job, yeah. those teeth thing with yeah, that, like, a snake. Yeah, but he has a butterfly,
2: butterfly tattooed on his neck. He's also
1: touring with the Ataris right now. That's what I read on his Wikipedia. With the who? Ataris? Is that their band? Is it Atari? Not the Atari. The Atari's? Ataris. Atari's? They had the in my, uh, here in this diary. That was their I big famous song. I, and like, I, I, I
0: thought there was a band called the Ataris, but I could be totally wrong. Something. He's touring with them. Google it, Connie.
2: I will.
0: <laughs> anyway, so this
2: kid. Um, Google and Connie. Has been through some hard times. There's another
0: podcast pitch I can do. Google and Connie. <laughs> I mean. We just we just throw things throw at you, Google, Google him and talk about him.
2: He's, uh, he's going through a hard time, you guys. <laughs>
0: I mean, I totally. How old is
1: he? 36. Aw. The Ataris, yeah. Oh, I don't know that game. band
0: then at all. The Atari? A, I think their biggest song was called. When you say in he's touring with them, is this that he's part of the band or is this a sad situation where he's a he's now he may be in a band that opens
1: for them? Oh, uh, Because okay. in his Wikipedia profile picture, he's playing the guitar. Oh,
0: okay. So he's a musician. He is a musician. So he could okay. be. Let's be honest Okay Then I can uh, then I can say this I don't want to like Put a much more judgment Than like That's just not my style I right. like what he was looking like In those mug shots Because mm-hmm. if he's at least Making something Like he's touring He's a musician At least he's not like Fucking just Living in a Like some shitty suburban home Getting fucking high all the time Well I think he might fall be He was arrested
1: world. a couple of times Once At least once For beating up his girlfriend Yeah Well that's
0: fucking sucks Right But Look at like Haley Joel Osmond He got like a fucking DUI in LA at one point. That's right. This is the Ataris. Yeah. Like where, you like what you're doing or where you at doesn't really determine, like, like we do. Like child stars go through a lot. Sure, starting young and it's building because they go through it. Like they grow up with so many fucking eyes on them. Right. Uh, I don't want nothing to do with that band. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just not for me. Not for me. It was, I mean, it was for me when I was ear, 13 or 14.
1: You can hear the ear gauges. <laughs> right. Um,
2: but, uh, yeah, that's what...
1: I don't know if he's in that band or if touring in front of them. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. But
2: he might be opening for them or something. Could be. But anyway, yeah, this kid's been through it.
1: Yeah, I went through the ringer. Yeah. Shout out to Brian, uh,
0: if you're listening.
1: Father and Scout probably... I don't think... That was not his biggest movie for sure. Definitely. Blank Check, I think, was his biggest I think blank order. Blank Check,
0: because that's the one I immediately knew. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember Blank Check.
2: Yeah, Blank Check, Family Ties. Um, it looks like he was in his version of The Good Son, a movie called Mikey, just based on the poster alone.
0: It just looks like another version of no, The No, because, because son? the
2: poster literally mimics that of The Good Son. It's oh. kind of funny, really. Oh, weird. Yeah.
0: Interesting.
2: Yeah. Huh. But yeah, I also thought the kid did the better acting job in this movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think, though, he's. I, I would love to have known how many times he said,
2: Dad, you're embarrassing Dad, me. Dad, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> Dad, you're being mean again. <laughs> Dad.
1: And, and there's com- one point where there was three or four times in a row where Bob Saget would say something and it was the same shot of him looking up and going "Dad." Yeah, they
0: just re they repurposed it, th- well, right? They, well, they like li- the basketball scene.
2: Yeah, they literally reuse shots in the
0: basketball scene mm-hmm. and slow-mo. Yeah, there's a montage of a the basketball, basketball scene. scene it's is- not a true montage because it's not various shots. It's them just reusing footage that's slowed down, reversed.
2: It's also slowed down at a weird speed. Like it remember when I said like if this was a DVD, I would have sworn this was broken
0: Yeah Because
2: it doesn't feel like Because usually when stuff is slowed down It looks more gray, graceful and flowing This looked choppy And the audio wasn't slowed down So it was just strange
1: I think for the basketball scene As a kid I probably liked it because of the song and I remember just thinking like oh
0: this is fun.
2: When you were a kid did you laugh at the part in the slow-mo scene where uh the chubby family uh high-fives oh, each other? Oh I'm sure
0: I did. <laughs> and they added they added slap like slap
1: sound effects yeah, not like real. Yeah like three
2: Stooges sound effects.
1: I I remember laughing the most at the boat scene where the, that like as a kid just thinking that was so funny and that's the scene in which the rocks. Bob Saget, yeah where they run into the rocks Bob Saget clearly breaks like laughs in his
2: yeah,
1: one of his jokes yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, you could tell that like he was
2: allowed to improvise that day. And I mean, he, improvisation. That's improvisation. the only reason I
0: think they didn't stop production. <laughs> really? I think this movie was like they were like Ugh. like everybody's like fuck. Fuck, we should just call quits. Right. Then they had, were like, "Let's just get, you know, let's just do the canoe scene. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll and then we're doing the canoe scene. I think we, we got cut. something Everybody here. was like, I think, yeah, because they were like, yeah, I think you know what? I think you, we you see how do much this? fun you saw the chemistry between Bob and the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got something. We, let's keep going. Let's finish out these days because were... the Then by the next day, they're like we should have fucking called it. <laughs> well, there's a lot of
1: scenes <laughs> following that in in in. Sequ- Quench of order, I guess, but. (laughs) that um, follow that sequence where it's clear he's doing his, some of his stand-up routine or like yeah. trying out jokes. So maybe that was like the thing where they were like, I guess we'll just let him. Let Bob loose. Right. Let him go. Hey let Bob, him that... keep it clean. But... <laughs> let him off the leash.
2: <laughs> there's, a, there's a part where he's giving the Scoutmaster a makeover and it legit sounds like he's doing a stan- yep. his stand-up routine. Yeah, like he picks
1: somebody out in the crowd and was just like starts annihilating them. Yeah,
2: but he also keeps going like, let's give him a round of applause. Uh, and he, the a lot of that And I'm like Dude we get it You used to tour In the 80s He, he may shit. have also
1: Said at one point That's my time Thank you Oh, oh That's <laughs> so great
2: I, I, I bet you When they were shooting That someone gave him A light I bet you Someone gave him A light And like
0: We got it We got all we needed Bob thank you Thanks Bob uh, Was he Did he He was an 80s Stand up Yeah I, uh, You're did right Did he stop for a while and Then come back And then get known For his dirty material Well Because I feel like I'm after he, dirty work Never when dirty work came out, I feel like he came back onto the scene. Well, America's Funniest Home
1: videos and Full House. Well, he was the for clean, sure. like, you know, clean-cut guy. I think he was known yeah.
2: before... I think he was known for that before Full House, because oh, I, I remember hearing a yeah. story when he was on the set of Full House. Like, he would bust out his dirty bob, and it was John Stamos he would be like, Dude... Watch your fucking mouth You're around kids
0: John Stamos yeah. John Stamos <laughs> Uncle Jesse being a prude
2: <laughs> Yeah It was
1: weird Like He'd be like
2: Bob you're around kids Be professional Wow Yeah so this was he. I think he Even before Full House He was like Like filthy
0: Okay
1: Yeah <laughs> Filthy Bob, mm-hmm. Dirty Bob. I'm Great. sure there's some, I would love to, I if it's out there, I would love to see some outtakes of this film, oh, uh, Father It's Scout. It would be fun to see if you could find
0: it. <laughs>
2: oh man, I bet you there's some horror stories. Right. God. What's weird is that like, okay, so it's a movie about camping, so there's going to be lots of terrain shots, water shots, right. but I don't know if it's because it was Catalina or if it was the budget of this movie, none of it seemed impressive. It
1: all seemed like in the yes. same like the same cove. Like everything seemed to be a stone's throw away from everything. Nothing looked
0: pretty. The
1: basketball court was just a dirt,
0: Mound. Yeah, who plays? Is that a normal Which, thing? It was the
1: same mound where they did the the, the
0: three-legged three yes. legged race. I do think too. Like they where they arrived when they first ferried in, mm-hmm. and it's like look here it is, and then we have to hike. Right, it was probably the same location they came upon later. Right, to show the camp. Oh yes. God, they I just is. reshot it at, from different angles 100%. and lit it a little bit. It's all the same.
2: I I just realized something. Um. You remember when they arrive at camp and but they arrive at the camp at like midnight, so it's dark. Right. I think I know what you want to talk about. I think they did that because they couldn't afford to shoot like an exterior
0: shot or time. Yeah, or they ran out of time. You're probably totally right.
2: I think they're like, "You guys, we we are not, we can't afford to shoot all this terrain." They're like, "Fuck it, we'll we'll shoot it at night, so it could literally be outside of Griffith Park Observatory, and no one's going to know the difference."
0: Could be totally your. Yeah, because this way you won't
2: be able to see the ocean and anything. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's so. And we can skip over that time too, right? Yeah. It's just like it's at night. Show them hiking. Yeah. To the camp. Yeah. It's done.
2: But that's. It's also. It's. That's a crazy choice, though, because even Bob Saget's character is like, "You're gonna make us hike to our beds in the middle of the night," and the Scoutmaster's like,
1: "Yep." And, be, yeah. and the, the Scoutmaster also says, be careful when you go around the edge of the cliff. Uh, it gets a little narrow there. And it's like, well, that's a that's also a bad idea. Like, yeah. It's, it's not I, like the scoutmaster's like also like is like the one guy with redeeming qualities. Like that's a terrible,
0: terrible uh, idea. It's a poor it's poor leadership. Mm-hmm. 100%. I kept thinking a lot of the things they did like that. Um, I was like, I'm an Eagle Scout. I went through scouting. None of this is stuff That they would allow mm-hmm. There'd be so many Like right nope, We have to stay here We have to do this. Like safety really In the Boy Scouts When you are learning to camp Is some of the f- Is fundamental The mm-hmm. first thing And certain things You just don't do Right yeah. You know what I mean And a lot of what They were like Setting up as like Foils For this fucking character We're mm-hmm. like no He's in Like you said he's. It was like the first moment He's like We're on Bob's side At this point Because This camp counselor is insane Mm -hmm. And you're like And it was like so insane that it was like Now his foils Don't work or it can't be a foil Anymore for him right because it's like We all agree with him we agree that
1: it's a bad Idea to take nine and ten year olds On the side of a cliff at midnight
0: Yeah just To to arrive that late and the kids
1: fucking Hike
2: yeah even now Like as an adult if someone's like hey do you want To go on a hike at Griffith at night, I'd be like, dude, no, that sounds super dangerous.
0: Too dangerous, yeah. yeah. I, if you're up there in the middle and dusk, I want to get down as soon as possible before that sun drops. And yeah. also, they have a truck that takes the
1: stuff to the location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for insurance reasons, according to the Scoutmaster, they're not allowed to ride in the truck. But they are allowed to hike on the side of a cliff. Yeah,
0: we're literally doing the scene. Right now, <laughs> yeah, well, it's like we're recreating the scene but in like our the dark discussion. because the fucking out. writers were to, what so they said, literally, right? Like, Bob Sagan literally just said what you said, John, in the movie. Like, I, but we could go fucking walk up a hill. I bet in you, the dark. I bet you, shooting
2: you a the, the bay in Catalina like cost a fortune. But if they're like, dude, if you do it at night, though, it's like a fifth of the price. <laughs> if so you do like, it on a weekday and at
1: night. Yeah. It's a fifth of what it'll cost normally. One hundred percent. Like getting married budgetary. on a weekday or
0: something. That's way uh, cheaper. But
2: that's so bonkers. Why would you? That it is makes, so bonkers.
0: And I, we're talking a lot about how like his character is very inconsistent. He goes back and forth from like mm-hmm. neurotic to bully to literally like one line. He'll be like, "Look, I'm, look, son, I I'll try my best at this competition. Right. That's all I can do. I'll try my best. But then." Literally, like, two lines later, he's going, like, let's win this thing. Right. He and literally I literally contradicts himself. Yeah. Immediately. Right. Like, you if you that was your dad, you'd be like, my dad fucking sucks. Yeah. I would hate him. He does suck. Yeah, I mean, like he's us. a bad dad. Yeah. Like, my dad's crazy. And I was looking at the writers on the credits, and they're like, one of them's, like, a big TV writer, like, coach and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, clearly, that was, like, where the problem was. I was like coach he net coach you ever <laughs>
1: coach was the problem <laughs>
0: coach was a fucking problem
1: post coach post coach America <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dauber. Is that what the character's name was? Dauber? Dahmer? Oh, not Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey <laughs> yeah, hey, there is a character with a... <laughs> that was a dumb... weird season the... of Coach. <laughs> what the, is it? The big bad. Now I'm going to be in my head right I now about the characters. The TV big show. bad of season four <laughs> of Coach oh, was we Jeffrey Dahmer. Connie, can we make a deal right now in <laughs> this podcast? Ends? Can we sometime in the future make a version of a... Uh, 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 multi-cam about Jeffrey Dahmer?
2: Dude, that sounds like something Joan... It's probably working yeah. on.
0: <laughs> probably true. Um, I cut you off, though, a little bit. What were you saying?
1: I was just saying that the season four, of the the big bad of season four uh, of Coach was
0: Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, is that how that series ended? They, yeah. He yeah, killed yeah, all yeah. those characters. Right. That's Connie's reacting to it as if it's truth. Oh, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Dauber, yeah, yeah his the, name was Dauber, D A U B E R. Dauber, was, Dauber. One the, was one of the characters. Oh, of uh, Greg T. it but he wrote for this, and I was like, I was wondering, like, this guy didn't graduate into make writing movies because sure. I think in a TV show you might be able to get away with a little bit of that swing because, mm-hmm. like, even episode episode, you can show a character like this. One's the episode where the, he's gonna like we're gonna show his competitive side, right? This one's about how he's. This thing makes the one it, where he's a lot of like, or right. just care, or so like they can swing, yes. in sitcoms a little more. And it clearly, and you have more time to develop that over a yeah.
1: whole season or something. I've mm-hmm.
2: actually been watching a lot of sitcom lately, like, I've been binge watching Frasier on yeah. Netflix for the past couple of weeks. And the thing is, okay, so Frasier is a very set character, but he does break character occasionally, but within uh-huh. the show they find ways to justify it right and they like if there is some sort of push and pull to be like the Bob Saget's character is like no winning is everything if some if there was some sort of motivation there they didn't establish that no, so yeah. he, he like has bipolar disorder yeah. in this movie cuz yes. it comes out of nowhere like there's Ugh. no like the the redneck dad um he at, for a long time, it seems like there's some sort of competitiveness with between them that only Bob knows about because he yeah. keeps, he keeps giving the dad the stink eye, whereas him and his kid are just having fun. And I'm like, dude, leave them alone.
0: Yeah, like they just are, they are they come here every year. They already told you that. Yeah, yeah. they bring their own gear. Yeah, they bring and, their own archery equipment. I hated that moment too. He's like, well, why, why do they have those special ones? Do <laughs> they them themselves. Then they... End of conversation. Right. right. Yeah. Great. He literally tries to be like, "Do you well, think we that, known the cam- that we our
1: own. Do I'm you like, think Ugh. that the camp staff like had one incredibly expensive bow, and one person gets that? No. Clearly, Bob. They brought their own stuff. They've been Ugh. coming here for years.
0: And yeah. then, and there's what's more frustrating about a movie like this is that the 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 simplicity of what's there could work mm-hmm. if written well. Right. There's like, some
1: there's some great camp movies. Right, if yeah. the, the idea of putting a, like a neuronic dad, a neuronic germaphobe dad, in a dirty environment is very like fundamental. Could be fundamental comedy, yeah. and it's, fish out of fish out of water, hundred
0: percent. And it sort of writes itself because he automatically you have a reason why he needs to be there. Is that I want to do this for my son, right? It's not even his stepson though;
2: it's his regular son. But right. he's written like a stepdad. Yeah, they as keep you acting said. like it's his stepson. It's like you know the proof, shit. That's your biological son. Yeah, he's you... already on your side. And Ugh. yeah, but the I think what's funny is because this was the eighties. They're like just write him like it's his stepson.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so weirdly lazy. It does. Look, it does seem like a stepdad, stepson kind of like a, almost like a. We talked about this earlier were like man of the house
2: yeah we. there's another version of this movie right, with Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas right that was in theaters um I I remember watching this and it is this movie but it's set up better
1: yeah they join he joins the boy scouts to try to bond with his stepson yes uh-huh. uh it was Farrah at the mom I Farrah think Farrah Fawcett's yeah. the mom um and it's you know it's a stepdad. Tree. He has a reason to. He wants to bond with his son, with his right. stepson. Yeah. And it's set up way ba- way incredibly yeah. better than this. Yeah.
2: And Chevy Chase is like super sweet in this movie. Right. Whereas
1: because if Bob, he was an asshole, you'd be like, oh no wonder this kid yeah, doesn't want. Yeah, no wonder he doesn't like, like, like this. He. He's a stepdad. dick. But right. if
2: anything, in Man of the House, Chevy Chase is trying too hard. Right. But um, he eventually wins him over when he sees how devoted Chevy Chase is. But. um... In this movie, Bob Saget will not stop shitting on everyone. Yeah, he's just rude. There's so many times where the kid's like, are you going to complain all day? And I'm like, whoa, can you imagine a kid saying that to their parent?
1: He also at one point (laughs) says he has a master's in journalism, but he clearly like his writing style seems to be like that of a uh, not like an attack dog, but like. He's very like uh, quick to put others down. Do you think
0: you think you know what? Really funny. The backstory was is he he's a writer, but his writing his writing job was to write jokes for the insult dog from uh, Triumph. uh, Triumph. Triumph. (laughs) (laughs) It's very insult comic based. No, I was
2: like, dude, if he's a journalist, he must be like a food critic or some shit. Because he is the bitchiest man.
0: Yeah, very much.
1: Like swarmy, like just, just rude. Like either a movie,
2: some sort of critic. He's not. I don't see him covering. He's definitely not covering sports. He's he has no compassion. He must be a food critic or a movie critic. That's it.
1: They also go out of their way to help him at least three times when he's medically injured. They they rush him to the
2: medical tent, and
1: he's so he's like. Get out, give me that. I'm
0: going to get out of here. Yeah. And he like, yeah, he makes it like he doesn't even thank anybody for no, helping him. Nope. He faints and he like just like goes immediately after waking up from fainting from claustrophobia, getting in a mine. He like just goes into shitting on the guy that's Well, he goes out.
1: from fainting into a weird flashback. Oh, very he, weird he, he also
2: faints with his eyes open. Yeah, he faints <laughs> with his eyes open. The camera changes Wide into open. a
1: weird magnified like fish filter islands. fish yeah, fish eye lens, and then it goes into a flashback where we have his son playing Bob Saget's character,
0: <laughs> a young Bob a young Saget. Yeah, Bob we Saget. only know this because it's the <laughs> actor wearing like glasses, big, gla- yeah, big, big, yeah, big
2: yeah. glasses, yeah, yeah, and it's in black and white, and <laughs> right. wearing all the time It's like a we- it was like, like a weird yellow, like a sickly <laughs> sepia, like yeah. a
0: sepia had the fucking flu, yeah. That was Dude, a very I just realized
2: The flashback scene Made no sense None like, at all Because it doesn't answer Any questions It just shows him In it's the hospital It's a flashback Of him
1: getting a, a, bo- a Bone reset Yeah that has but, nothing to do With like fainting Or claustrophobia yeah, yeah Nothing Or even like The kid broke a bone And Yeah why is Why and, is this What does this have to do With the cave
0: Wouldn't the event too? if like his fear If that was supposed To establish like He's neurotic Because of this This traumatizing event That broke his bone Right Wouldn't it be the event That broke his bone Not the doctor setting his bone right yes and that's why we decided to fill in the fact that we think that he was molested <laughs> in because
2: <medicine. laughs> that's what he was acting because <laughs> yeah. when he's in the medical tent he's like oh because they're they're making him come to a smelling <laughs> side I'm like oh I'm fine I'll keep somebody yeah, my yeah, give me, give me, I'm gonna
0: put him on my wife's nose huh? let's get out of here right. yeah that's not talking <laughs> Everything's about Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it totally feels that way and then he touches his son in a weird way when he's like oh let's get out in shot. the basketball take yeah, the shot take if the you the shot. got I it cups his face, face? with his hands yeah Ugh, don't cup your children's face. No. You can hug them in moments of like
1: Rub their boom, hair. Like, I do with my kid proud. now. I, I rough his hair up or something like that. Yeah, like, you're a father. I'm a dad. I would never cut my son's face. Yeah, well, no. What's, what's
2: weird is Bob Sagan has kids in real life. And I'm like, how do you not know how to touch children? It's so strange. Um, but the second you guys pointed that out, I'm like, he is touching that boy weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and there was one where like a second time he touched he his, face, touched his ear. Looked, he touched his ear and it even looked like his one of his fingers
1: <laughs> was in the like he was fingering his ear. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Stop it! You're his father."
2: I, I wonder if, like, halfway through filming, the kid told Bob Sag, "It's like, dude, um, can you not
1: touch me?" Or yeah, can we like, can we cut down on like the the show yeah. of affection? Yeah,
2: and then like halfway, Bob's like, "Oh, I yeah, bet you sure. know what?
1: I bet that conversation happened the day they were filming the mine falling scene." Mm. And so Bob went, "Well, uh, why don't we just switch?" Sons, uh, your son will fall down and I'll catch him, <laughs> and uh, my son will get caught by the other guy because oh, there yeah. wasn't a real reason for them to be holding their, their other person's sons and
2: they not just holding like full on embrace, yeah, like grabbing
1: yeah. them down in this dark mine shaft. Mm-hmm. Whoa, Ooh.
2: yeah, there's like because there's a weird part when they're looking for the chocolate gold <laughs> and they <laughs> fall through because they're like full on punching they're fighting, each other, fighting, yeah, yeah, like it is. Uh, it is, like, upsetting how intensely they're fist fighting over this. And they fall through a hole in the ground.
1: Mayhem with, in the mine.
2: Yeah, and they, like, crash through because it's an old mine. And they're about to go down what looks like a bottomless pit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a really bad map pa- yeah. painting. <laughs> yeah.
2: like the, the Okay, first the dads fall in. And then the kids look down. And they then they fall in. and um, Into the opposite father's arms.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A weird choice. Very because it odd. Wasn't like, I can see that being a moment like that's a moment that I would. I've expect. got your kid, you've got my kid, we've got to trust each other. And you other. know what movie that's in? Uh, I feel like that movie would be in this kind of movie, not that it's actually in it. Like a movie like Crash. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 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 like we got to
1: really show them learn. <laughs> yeah, the the guy who fixes the lock. Uh, you know, like uh, protects yeah. somebody else. Yeah, somebody, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you fix the lock, uh, and then Michael Pena goes. I fixed the lock. You need a new door. Oh God. Um, yeah, and he protects it. That's what. Yeah, you would need him protecting his son. But, that yeah. does sound like a crash scene. But it, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Does seem like a Paul Haggis scene, very much so. But the um, yeah, they have each other. Uh, for some reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and like really holding on to there was just some really weird choices in this. Uh, very odd. Yeah. Crunchy. And then the shower, they were showering together, which, you know, I would take a shower with my dad every once in a while. Like we were camping like, but it was like a weird row of.
0: Yeah, you don't shower with your dad. Yeah, if you're like, very little, yeah, yeah, little, like slide. three or four,
1: or five around there. But like this kid is clearly like ten or eleven. You know, yeah,
0: it's kind of weird
1: that all
2: the dads and all
1: the, the all ten, the dads and all the sons showered together. Yeah, yeah. it shouldn't be that way.
0: No, thanks. something was weird. Something and it, was and off. it was all in a very small stall. Yeah, right. Everything was weird in that way, and also like there was oh, that one yeah. scene. And this is I'm only going into this because it's like that stuff's like this weird. Line of sexuality. <laughs> so it's making me think of this is like when they get back home at the very end of the movie, they've saved each other and they've been, re- and he's like proved himself to be able to camp and he has his really fucking makeup. Yeah, his dirty face uh, his dirty, <laughs> dirty face That just looks like <laughs> Dirty Because it just looks like A made up version Of Got One of those Five o'clock shadows And just yeah. Went across yeah, yeah. Very he's supposed, he's
2: supposed to have like Towards the end He just has A five o'clock Shadow throughout Because I think The production was like We're establishing That you're more rugged now right? But he just looked dirty Because it wasn't a real
0: Five o'clock shadow Comes home yeah. to his wife Comes home to his wife his kid, the kid goes off to bed, and the wife's like, so you're telling me that you went camping, you saved these lives, and at the same time saved our son and saved other people? It's totally, like, building up for, like, at least a kiss, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you turned me on. So, like, you came you back. saved. You're so brave. Eve, I'm attracted to you, yeah. this movie's gonna end up on, right. on, on me at least alluding that we're gonna go fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. But instead of doing that, she leads him on, and then they give each other a fucking <laughs> high five and a hug. A high five and a hug, and then they go look at their
1: kids. <laughs> they
0: go look at his kid <laughs> yeah. and give his, uh, who's already asleep and
1: maybe has narcolepsy or something, because yeah. he falls asleep fast. incredibly quickly. Yeah,
2: like mid-motion, like the first time he does it, he's not even completely on the bed.
1: All you have to do is like as, even if they go up to look at the just like grab his grab his shirt and go come on hero or something like that and go down the hall and it's like oh okay great great button to end on
0: all right them having sex I don't think I have more to say about this do you Connie
2: no I don't think I do I, think I definitely uh,
0: did not think of this movie in these in these many like specific critical ways when I was a kid of course not we right. shouldn't yeah. as Children if I had been a kid that was talking about movies the way we're talking about <laughs> right. right now I'd you be would like, be
2: like a little bobsagging if I
0: looked over my mom was like oh how, where did they film this Glendale then uh, something would be wrong with me and I just don't wanna hate I don't wanna meet that kid. You no, know, that kid's gonna be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Fuck that kid. You deserve to be alone. <laughs> um but that said, we're gonna rate the movie. Okay. We have a rating system. Yep. Once, twice, or multiple. So it's you this is the one time you were gonna watch it, no more. we will give it a second chance or we'll watch it again because we liked it. Or multiples. It's kinda, you know, speaks for itself. Sure. So uh I'm gonna go, and then Connie, and then you can. Got get it it already, yours because yeah. you're returning to right. it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a once. Wow, I just—it's—it was. Uh, here's the thing, though. I don't think you waste – this once. Does not mean you wasted my time tonight. Okay, <laughs> I want you to know that, John, because I think I think. I have sat through ones where I'm like, fuck this. This was so fun watching it with you and Connie. Like, I had a blast. You have one. sat through movies before being like, I am dying for this to be over. Yes. This was not a am dying. Because I was. Ha- this movie was giving at least fuel right. for us to make each other laugh. I really enjoyed my time. But not enough fuel to watch it again. Yeah. And I don't think it's a movie I'm going to pull out. And ex- And I don't think it's guar- a movie that's guaranteed to do that every time. Sure. I agree with that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, There's yeah, yeah. those movies like for example the one that's out right now because disaster is out The Room The Room the movie's guaranteed to always in a sense it's so bad it's going to make you laugh through it this movie won't do that this movie could literally in the second viewing maybe just kill me so I'll (laughs) give it a once (laughs) give it a once (laughs) right?
2: Um, I'm definitely going to watch this again. Wow! So <laughs> what just, are you giving it? Oh, well, because it's just it's so bad it's fascinating.
1: Oh, I love it.
2: Like bad acting or bad production is fascinating to me. There's something about it where it's almost like a train wreck You're, and you have you have to slow down. Right. And zoom in and just like
1: It's rubbernecking filmmaking.
2: Yeah, I'll probably watch this at least two more times.
1: <laughs> Wow, so, wow. You're giving it a, you, so
2: that's just an immediate multiple. <laughs> yeah, I knew right away. I was like, I'm definitely going to watch this again. This was that's a such rack. a
0: fun journey that I got to experience because when we started it, mm-hmm. yeah. you literally, within minutes of it, you vocally went, I hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, and it, now where you're at is, is so fun.
2: Oh, no, I, I hate this movie, but I'm, it's fascinating. Like, I'm like, I have to see this again. Like, because it's the bold, bold, cho- weird choices in it.
0: Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. You're right. Maybe maybe my my wants will turn into a multiple just because I end up getting roped into one of the other viewings with. Like Connie. we,
2: I had to talk it out loud to realize that they made a crazy plot choice based on, um, uh, production uh, how much money they had.
1: Yeah, p- c- production constraints w- caused the affected the plot of the film. Like, yeah,
2: like the kids go on a hike at night. Right. That's amazing. To yeah, me.
1: because they they ran out of money or.
2: Can you imagine being part of production and being like, I guess we're shooting this at night with kids, then?
0: Yeah, yeah. with children. Wow. I mean, that is, that is a risk.
2: That's so bananas.
0: All right, John. Your rating. Once, well, twice, or multiple. As I've said, I've watched this probably 10 times. This is probably- when, That was 10-year-old. Yeah, 10-year-old. Th- we know 10-year-old John Multiple times. multiples. We need to know now current. Uh, Man.
1: I cannot see myself ever watching this again.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh,
1: I just can't. Now that I'm older and saw it again, I was like, "Wow!" Like it. Like like I said earlier, Ernest scared too. But I watched it and I was like, "Oh, it's a little like it's a little lame," but I, it still has. It kind of holds up for me, and I, I want to watch this next Halloween. I will know. I, this is I. It's so much more different than I remembered it like seeing. Wow, it. Like, it you given like, it a once. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's like the first guess I think is. Yeah. Maybe given it once. It's yeah.
1: uh, like I said, haven't seen it in forever, and it it was it's completely different than how I remember it. Like completely <laughs> different than what I remember that's as a kid. Incredible.
0: Wow. Yeah, I would
1: I would never watch this again. I would never pay to watch it again. That's the other thing.
0: I oh, We totally. rented
1: it. I would, n- I would just yeah I'm done mm-hmm. I would never show my kid this movie you're cleaning your hands of I'm father washing and scout. My, I'm you washing know, my conscious hands. pilot I might <laughs> show, my show this to your kid to
2: only to be like look at what a great dad I am yeah like, like I mean when he
0: gets really mad at like when your dad get when your kid gets to the point where he goes John to you John he goes, he goes I hate you dad <laughs> you go you know what I'm not gonna get angry at you I'm just gonna force you to watch a certain movie <laughs> and you put in father and scout I'm gonna make him watch and you're gonna
1: you're gonna sit there and you're gonna watch the whole movie until you throw up <laughs> <laughs> that's what my old man did to me it's watch
2: the whole carton <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's too good great I love it um that's how we feel about Father and Scout. Father and Scout. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, before we officially wrap up on this episode, we have one final question for you, John, that we ask every guest. Sure. Um, our podcast is all about that me and Connie will watch anything once. But what we want to know from you is, and this answer can be special, as specific as possible it means you can go to like a certain actor or even in just one movie, or it can go as broad into genre or even further if you want. But, um, what John do you not watch? What do you avoid? Uh, I avoid like the
1: plague. Uh, I avoid horror films Wow Uh, It's so
0: common uh, It's far more
1: common Than I ever thought it was I I avoid it Like The Plague I do not watch it. Why? Why is it for you? I don't like jump scares I don't like I just I think they're Like PG-13 scary movies I think are the worst things Ever made (laughs) Like I I could almost take an R Like a Texas Chainsaw Like I could watch that stuff The old one but like if because if you're going R you're going you're swinging for the fences. If you're going PG13, you're relying on a bunch of jumps and that's where you get your scares and stuff. So do you you jump easy then? Very easy. Mm-hmm. Um and my wife doesn't watch it either so it's not like I like it's not like something that I have to like no there's it just doesn't it's not in our, it's not in our rotation of of stuff that we watch and that I watch. I never I've never liked them. Cool. I, I can't know. believe a lot of people have said that I feel like most people I'm love I'm very
0: surprised because I know I'm not, i not But I feel like I come up against more people that like Like Connie mm. likes horror movies I do She likes the, the jump scares uh, Can I add one more then? Yeah of course There's Go for one it. more thing I really don't watch I love it what is it? I don't really
1: enjoy watching sitcoms Okay, I avoid
0: sitcoms. That's
2: fascinating, based on your movie choice. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, do, are you are you thinking like in general all sitcoms or multi cam sitcoms? Uh, multi cam sitcoms. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Because Sorry. I feel yeah, like yeah, something yeah. like office, something is, with an audience is an, is, an, is a sitcom. Yes, sure. It's, it's there are modern. situations that it's in. right. Yeah, so, I mean more multi-cam. like cam.
1: Yeah, like. Um, your Big uh, Bang
0: theories. Your, oh, yeah. No, your no, no, no,
1: Like, when my wife was pregnant, she watched all of Frasier, and I would, like, pop in and out. And I and I I enjoy the acting on it. I thought it was funny. But, like, she will binge watch an entire multi-cam sitcom on Netflix, you know, and I just, I can't, like, everybody loves Raymond. I can't sit through an episode of it, even though I know it's regarded as, you know, a well-made show. I just, right. I don't, I... Does it, it does
2: it not make you laugh? What bothers you about it?
1: Yeah, I think it's f- the it's the um it's like it's the canned laughter. Mm. Something about and I work in TV so like I am exp- I'm, I'm around it.
0: You were like, on a like a Disney show that I was on sort a of Disney in show that, that style, right? Yeah,
1: definitely multi-cam sitcom and it's just like you'll do a joke line and like they force the crew to laugh like over and over and over again to like give you time to pause for the laugh. And they're just making these poor people like laugh at things that aren't funny anymore. And I was just like, what are we doing? Like nobody, th- nobody, I mean, it's all the, it, the other thing is if they don't use a live audience, they just use the canned audience. Sometimes they would have a live audience. Sometimes
0: not. Well, Yeah. I, but they're not going to always, if right. they want the joke to land, they'll probably just replace if the audience is silent. Right.
2: I know that for the nanny friend, Dresher, had um, anxiety issues. Yeah, yeah. And so they had to rely on the canned laughter, which is fascinating to me. But I totally get because certain shows, especially those Chuck Lorre shows, they go right. a little too generous with the canned laughter. Yeah. But some shows, I feel like you get a pretty authentic response.
0: Yeah. I, like, I, what show do you think has the most authentic response that you've ever watched?
2: I want to say Frasier. Like, not once did I find the laughter like distracting or unearned Mm -hmm. or um,
0: I'll be honest. I've never watched a single like actual episode of Frasier. You're gonna throw a pillow at me? I hadn't, now, hadn't until you. a year ago. I'll I'll do it. Okay. I'm I, I sorry. hadn't watched you Fraser just-
1: because it always came on after Seinfeld and when I would watch TV with my dad. We would always watch an episode of Seinfeld, which I like. I you know I love Seinfeld. Yeah, I love Seinfeld too. Uh so that's a sitcom, I guess, that I like. But every time it would end, an episode of Fraser would come on and he would be like, All right, time to go we're not watching Fraser. fraser sucks, we're going to bed. What? And so I just was like him growing up I was like, Oh yeah, like we don't watch Fraser. Like Fraser's like too like heady, too smart and not for a slower middle class. What's funny is it probably, I I mean, but now watching it now, I'm like, wait, this is really fun. Of course anybody. And I
0: think it's probably just because my impression would be is if I, I can look back and if I was to analyze myself looking at Frasier back in the day without ever watching it, the probably the reason I didn't watch it was because it was a bad, isn't he a therapist or something? Yes. Yes. And the way they dress, I probably in my head as a younger kid would be like, Oh, that shows a certain funny. It's not, it's not going to be up my alley, right? I mean, it's actually, it's a sitcom. It's exactly, yeah, one hundred percent. It's format. Yeah. It's going for. It's all of those those things. And they just put it, those jokes into a guy that's supposed to be, in in a life of elevate elevated right. life, his mm-hmm. mouth in a sense. Yeah. There's
2: so many layers though of good writing and acting on it because I've only heard great things. Watching uh, David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce it, is incredible. His physical comedy is yeah, 100%. Buster Keaton level. Like watching him, there's so many scenes where he doesn't even have dialogue. He's just moving through a scene, and it, his level he's able to communicate and hit laughs. Yeah, like, I'm he's like, incredible. I'm like, there's he's clearly Broadway trained. Yeah, I, it's so just like I'm like. Oh, God. That's awesome. And everyone on it, like, I remember, because sometimes I'll have it on in the background, like, even the side characters, like Daphne and Roz, I'm like, you could do radio. Like, you're, as an actor, even your voice is so engaging. Like, it's just like, I'm like, there's so many layers of well done upon another. I'm going through a Frazier thing right now.
0: (laughs) I love it. I think that's wonderful. I tweeted about
2: Frazier one
1: time, and Roz started following me, like, five minutes after. So I wonder if she just searches Frazier. On uh, Twitter she and probably has phones. a Google alert.
0: And you think she... But it was her personal account. Her or she has an assistant. Maybe. Because I think some of those those are actually their own accounts. They The only account that exists that they actually have looked at or done. But they probably have... A, a lot of those bigger people probably have assistants. She followed, She was it. like Lil B or, you know, Lil B the Base God. and
1: She followed like 1.8 million people or something like that. Yeah, don't <laughs> no they're doing <laughs> that. Um, yeah, horror movies and sitcom. That's my but
0: answer. I, yeah, I think that's great. I'll eventually get to Frazier, Okay. I still haven't watched all of Cheers. Okay, come on. Leave me alone, Connie. You're giving me the eyes. It's Uh, just
2: that considering (laughs) you're someone that prides themselves on having seen everything... And to be like, I would
0: never pride myself on ever seeing everything. That's why I have this podcast. You, is <laughs> ha- to prove I haven't. Because you have a,
2: <laughs> one of your rules for the podcast is it has to be something you haven't seen. Right. And the fact that that's even a rule shows that you have seen a lot. Of and the movies. fact that you have not seen of movies, one not of not the TVs. most revered TV shows of all time. And I, considering you've played a character on a show that came before that show in slot at time, you played George Costanza. True. True in a, a live stage show um, of Seinfeld, the purge, but you have yet to see a single Frasier is mind boggling.
0: Uh, it's because I'm not, I'm very not versed on TLR television. I'll hundred percent take your shame sure, and admit to it. I'm very Because I think we were a movie household Mm -hmm. We were too And and then uh, Simpsons was like one of the rare things That I watched growing up Mm -hmm. And then Seinfeld came in very late Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Well here's the thing I didn't grow up watching these shows It wasn't until when I was on my own in college and stuff That I really got into these
0: Right and I think in college I was watching That was my period to watch Explore like older movies, foreign movies Mm -hmm. Art movies Mm -hmm. And then I went out of that stage What? (laughs) Porn and that came, I probably came after college, actually. Wow. When I got into porn, weirdly, uh, I just admitted that. Hey, everybody! Uh, but that—that's that that's where we're gonna start wrapping up. Is on me getting into porn <laughs> late in the game. uh John Paul Green. Thank you for having me. If our listeners want to find you and they want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Whether that be what, uh, what I'm on Twitter at John Paul Green, J O H N P A U
1: L G R E N, and I also uh, I'll be at uh, I'll be at Home Depot in the parking lot looking for work um, this Jeez. week. A little yeah. sad.
0: Yeah, but you like you host an indie show?
1: No, yeah, I do. I'm not gonna be at Home Depot. They uh, they don't let me there anymore. Mm-hmm. I. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I host, a, I host a show with my team, Cobbler, on the second and fourth Saturday every night of every month at the clubhouse at 9 p.m.
0: Right, that's a venue in Los Angeles, California. If you live in Los Angeles, California, if you don't live in LA, uh, hit me up. Great. They can. Do you have any, any any acting jobs that you know are coming up or anything that you, we can find you, see you? Uh, uh, this
1: is what I like to say on the. Well, I, I do have some, but I'm not allowed to talk about them. <laughs> Uh, I like that exciting. you left it with, is what I like to
0: say. Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's not a lot to talk
0: about it. Well, you know? great. This was wonderful. Um, thank you for introducing us to this movie. Thank you guys for having me. Um, and listeners, it's this is nearing the end. Wow. But still, um, you can follow us on um, Twitter, Instagram, that Snapchat that never gets used at I-W-W-A-O. As well as if you have any final questions or anything you want to spout out at your host, you can email us at IWillWatchAnythingOnce at gmail.com. Um, and that's it. Next week's going to be the final episode of, of I Will Watch Anything Once. Really excited to um, give that final episode to the world. We have a great guest for it. Um, is there anything I'm missing, Connie? I don't think so. Uh,
2: no, I think you've got covered That's
0: it. Um, everybody keep watching anything. That's what I gotta <laughs> say to that. But remember if you haven't seen it once,
2: then you can't complain.
1: Mike sounds nice. Check one. I'm looking at
2: troubled child stars. Check two.
0: This has been a boardwalk audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.